Welcome to the MSP Corner podcast. Before we kick off our show, we would like to share what our main objective is at the MSP Corner. Our main goal is to help CEOs build profitable and self-sustainable IT service firms. We are not just providing tools for IT firms. We will be sitting in meetings with you to ensure your IT firm stays on track. The first area we are focused on, strategic sales. IT firms are stuck selling technology or IT support. We will provide you with the blueprint so you position your firm as an added value to your prospects. We will have framework on how to sell value so you influence the prospect into selecting your firm. The second area we see many IT firms struggle in is marketing. 90 plus percent of businesses rely on antiquated marketing methods. The most popular choice, word of mouth. We have proven methods on how to attract the ideal prospect. Our framework will include how to become the online authority and be the business influencer for an industry. The third component to our package, scaling. IT firms walk away from opportunities because they lack the bandwidth or skill set to scale. We have lined up reputable businesses so our members can hire on-demand resources that will allow them to scale their business. The fourth area we will offer help in, selecting the right tools. In order to deliver value, you need the right tech stack. Our platform will offer information on products that are the ideal choice for MSPs. The fifth area we will offer help in is with documentation. Templates are a critical component when building an MSP. We will have contracts, proposals, SOWs, collateral, and much more in the template section. You will have every document you need to start up your managed IT service business. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go to our next podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. I am your host, Fernando Leone, and I am joined by my co-host, Gregory Moraviets. And today's topic, well, we're going to we're going to shift gears and uh, talk about some marketing strategies. And we're going to talk about uh, today's topic is SEO metrics. And uh, let's kick this show off and let's just go quickly go over the table of context and why are metrics so critical, right? We'll talk about that. SEO metrics, there's not there's there's several areas we we track. One of those, well, I'll just go over the quick uh, quick list of what we're going to discuss today is click through rate, bounce rate, pages per session, average page load time, core web vitals, backlinks, top keywords and you know how they rank and pages crawled per day so those are the topics we'll be discussing today so let's kick it off and why are metrics so critical greg i i, I know that uh, you'll just chime in anytime but you know i'm going to give my feedback on why metrics are so critical because well it's because you can measure them right what you can't measure you can't manage that's that uh that uh, business saying so we want to constantly be looking at metrics, and I don't mean like daily. I'm 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 talking monthly, 
on what works, what's not working. And there's a reason why Google Analytics was put in place is so you can measure, you know, all of this uh, traffic that's coming to your website, which keywords are working, what's, you know, click through rates. And I mean, there's, I mean, the first thing, you know, people are looking at is, is the click through rate. You know, it shows the percentage of the people who visit your website. And if you want to know what that uh, uh, click through rate is, you got to look at how many people are are searching for you and how many people are clicking through to access your site. So, you know, that's that's a big, you know, and, and what what determines click through? Well, you know what? People are entering a search phrase in a Google in a Google search bar, and that determines, you know, what information is coming uh, is being presented to them through uh, through the Google uh, search. And if you are producing great content and you're producing your Google considers you the online authority, well, then you're going to have a high percentage of people clicking through your, well, clicking to your site. And that's what you want to see. You want to see a high click-through rate. And how do you measure that? Well, Google Analytics provides that for you. I mean, it provides a lot of data so you can determine this is what's working and this is what's not working. And through the Google Search Console under Performance tab, you can monitor that click-through easily. And um, the click-through uh, uh, numbers can be by page, by query, or device. So, you know, monitoring that, uh, uh, the acronym is CTR, click-through rate, um, is, uh, is something that should be at the top of everyone's list. If you're if you are, are are focusing on SEO metrics, your click-through rate is going to be critical to uh, your company's success because, I mean, that's what uh, determines your uh, uh, number of people that are coming through, and um, you want that number to be high. Another another important topic to consider is bounce rate, right? Your uh, people are going to either be interested in the information they're reading or they're not. So bounce rate is another metric you need to keep an eye on. So if people are coming, people are entering ice cream and they're coming to your ice cream page and they're leaving, it's because you're probably not giving them enough information on, on the topic they're looking for, right? You got to look at this behavior. People are, and and they used to do this on team, you know, with the, uh, well, I, I don't know too much of how they track metrics when people would be, uh, I don't, maybe you, you know, Greg, during the TV days, right? People uh, would tune in to watch shows and they would provide metrics on, oh, this is the most popular show on TV. Do you even know, were they, were they able to determine how many people were watching TV? Or a specific show, Gregory? Well, they had they had demographics. Like if you're a white male, the Nielsen group would give like all like a hundred if you were 60% of the population, 
they'd give 60% of the audience members that they choose a Nielsen box. And then they would keep track of exactly how long you watch things for, what you watched, okay, uh, when you watched it, and so on and so forth. If you were a black person, you were eleven percent, so they would give only eleven percent of the to try to keep it all like within the statistics of the of the of the uh, population. They would try to keep it that way. So, I mean, yeah, and those families, and those households were tracked. Every single thing that they watched on their TV, how long and when, were all were all monitored. Interesting. So certain people would receive a Nelson box. Yeah, it was a box that hooked up to your TV. Wow. Wow. So you had to be open to being tracked, basically. Yeah, absolutely. They paid you. <laughs> they paid you. They gave you money. Oh, interesting. I did not know like that. $80 a month or whatever. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How far we've come along with because now obviously cookies is is now tracking us, but um yeah, this bounce rate is is uh, now tracked. You know, on you know what what website you're going to, how long you're staying there, what pages you're you're reading, and and uh, just your entire behavior, which is critical to businesses such as Amazon's and Apple's and and Facebooks, and uh, they want to know what your uh, what your habits are. Because let me tell you, once you once you enter a phrase and they see that uh, you're interested in Nike shoes, you can rest assured you're going to be getting an email from Nike. You're going to be getting uh, remarketed on those Nike shoes. So, I mean, technology has come so far. And uh, I love it. I don't know how you feel about it, but I mean, that's just... Uh, the way the world has moved now, where you know they, it's 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 the new way, the most cost-effective way of marketing to the consumer. Well, I, I was I was talking to my friend the other day, and he was saying that his uh, one of his friend's daughters um, went to you know got straight A's in college, got straight A's, and you know got a marketing degree. Got went got a PhD in marketing, um, went to work for uh, for Amazon, and all she does all day is she works on lengthening the the time you spend looking at a picture. Yeah, yeah. She just yeah. just tries to make it two. They're trying to get two seconds more of your of your viewing time on ads. Yep. That's their whole. That's they've got PhD people working. For a quarter million dollars a year on trying to figure out how much longer you can stare at something. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting how much money these companies are are throwing at uh at tracking this type of behavior, right? And then they're 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 paying people to come up with strategies on to yeah to keep us there a few seconds longer <laughs> it's it's crazy it's interesting though how a whole industry is now being taught in school on how to do this because this was not available probably eight ten years ago and well cool. an, another thing too that we experienced early on um the landing page for your front of your website um, we would I would ask people randomly, what do you think we do? 
And they would look at the website and they would say the most strangest things yeah. that would come out of their mouths. And I'd be like, where did you get that from? And they're yeah. like, well, I looked at this graphic here of this wheel. So I think yeah. you guys sell wheels. <laughs> and you're like, what? Where did you get that from? <laughs> I mean, it's just bizarre. The things that people take, like one word on your website, it might be um, IT. They're like, you're, you're, uh, you work on computers. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what, what you do, but based on your pictures and your words, they formulate their own idea of what you're selling. Well, it's interesting that you say that because, yeah, images are so powerful. And like you were just mentioning with this young lady is doing is they're, they want, they're, 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 you know, providing images that are keeping people on, on the site longer. And yeah, images are powerful. Images, I think, are more powerful than words. But um, I think the headline, you know, the headline is the hook. But I think the 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 image is going to play just as 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 equally as important as the hook, because just like you said, it's um, people make base decisions on the image and they base answers to images, and um, yeah, yeah, it's it's so uh, interesting how people come up with um um assumptions and and answers to to their questions based on you know what they think the image uh represents so yeah, another I, mean, I, I also want to say i knew this group of of guys that they were like trying to figure out um what they wanted to do in the space they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do in like a clothing space so uh -huh. what they do is they just brought up like 20 websites and pointed a bunch of keywords for clothes at them. And they brought up 20 websites. And each website, they'd like highlight some other, they'd highlight something like a hat or a yeah. scarf or a sweater or pants or shirts. Yeah. And they got various degrees of, like you said, analytical data came in. Yeah. And all of the things they pointed at, all the keywords they got, they created their own brand and went off of what was most popular uh popularly being searched mm. they didn't even they didn't even have the faintest idea what they were going to make they yeah. just did it based on what was trending interesting well it's funny that you say the trends right because trends people marketing decisions are not being based on trends right so let's say yeah uh um, um i i was reading about i forget what the term is but ryan reynolds a famous actor i'm sure you know who he is he's he's deadpool his company they would they analysis is becoming so big now right so people are analyzing what is trending who is trending the actor or actress trending and what he would do he would, if there was a, a, a an ad online that went viral, he would quickly, his company would quick, they would hire that actress or actor that went viral and they would create their own marketing campaign to, or their own agenda, right? And yeah, they did that with the Peloton. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You see, and then they went viral immediately. It's not like they had to create a hundred videos to go viral. They like they would just piggyback on this person's popularity, and it would go viral. It was yeah. And there's just there's all these new strategies that people are implementing to go viral. But um, at the end of the day, it comes down to content. Do people want the content? Is it quality content? And um, it has to be interesting. It has to be creative. I mean, there, you, you can't leave any of those, uh, um, any of that out because people, um, they want quality content. It comes down to that. So another, another, another metric that caught my eye is uh, a metric that uh, Google provides on Google Analytics is pages per session. Right. So you have a visitor that comes to your site and, you know, how many pages are they visiting? Because if you have somebody that comes to your site and they're visiting multiple pages, that just goes to show that you're giving them information they want. So you want to you want to provide engaging content. And, you know, we provide IT services and there's there's we can go in so many directions with IT services, database support, programming, web development. But you and I made that decision that, look, we are an IT service company. We provide help desk. We provide managed IT services and soft services. So it doesn't we don't go out of our wheelhouse to provide a, a another layer of IT services. People consider web development IT services. So, but we don't do that. So I think that when we look at our page, pages per session, it will show you that we keep our audience engaged because we're giving them information they want and we're giving them quality content. It's not just a uh, content that um, um, is gonna, uh, is not valuable, right? because our content is solving problems for our clients, our prospective clients. So, and that's why we have a, a, a high uh, pages per session with our current audience. Now, that leads into average page load time. You know, Google is, is giving you a score each day, or I don't know if it's each month, I don't know how they do this or how they're, how they, uh, uh, provide you this score, but your site speed is pivotal. It's it's critical to your SEO ranking, and uh, it can make or break your uh, your your business because you want the average page load time to be very low, right? You want it to be milliseconds. You want that site speed to be fast, so people are getting to your to your pages or to the information they're looking for um, quickly. Because if Google sees that they're directing people to a site and it and they're not getting there fast enough, it's not loading, they're like, why are we pointing people to information that is not working for them? Is not, uh, they're not getting it. So they're gonna immediately downgrade your site. So make sure that you have you know, an average page load time is is fast. So that's a very key metric you need to keep an eye on. Um, the next one, uh, gosh, I just is called Core Web Vitals, and um, that's providing uh, a user with 
um, uh, 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 you um, um, providing a, a, an experience for the user, uh, an overall view of how, how fast the pages load. Uh, it's the heart of the UX. The um, uh, what does UX stand for, Gregory? I, I just have that acronym stuck in my head now. It's the user experience. Um, yeah, the user experience. And Google wants to wants that user to have, you don't want a website that gets, you know, is is uh is hard to navigate. You want it to be fast. But to give a uh, a brief description of what those three core web vitals are, you know, it's it's Google considers first input delay, right? It measures responsiveness and it quantifies the experience users feel when first interacting with the page, right? And then you have uh, what you call cumulative layout shift and it measures the, uh, the, the, the visual stability uh, of the site and the uh, uh, the layout, the layout is so key on for people to easily navigate, right? And um, but these these measurements are are critical to to your score, and it's critical to keeping your audience engaged. And um, the last one they talk about is <clears throat> largest contentful paint. And this measures um, perceived load speed. And it marks the point in the page load time and uh, the content, uh, how long it takes for the content to load. But, you know, this is all ugh, geeky talk that um, is, is well-versed with the SEO expert. They, they keep track of this type of information and they should easily or should provide the, uh, uh, if you have a good SEO guy, he'll provide this in a comprehensive manner that, you know, it tells you, look, we need to, to, to have a faster speed time. We need to have better layout for your website. The format is awful. They need to provide you that guidance. So you keep your audience engaged because it's, there's so many metrics now that Google is tracking if if you're not hitting on all eight or nine of these, you're not going to rank high, and they're going to be your that's organic traffic is the best traffic as far as I'm concerned. Now backlinks and referring domains is a, criti a critical ranking signal for Google. Well, what Google looks at because if you have quality backlinks and domains that refer you. Um, let's say Cisco. Cisco would be considered a backlink for us. And obviously, Google views Cisco as a quality site, a quality company. And that would, you know, obviously give us um, big brownie points uh, on the Google scale because they want to see those type of backlinks um, connected to your site. And the quality of backlinks matters, and, and the more uh, uh, the more quality, and the higher amount of backlinks you have is 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 ideal. 
and uh, it adds to your authority on uh, on the Google uh, on the Google scale. So, and that's that's a job for you know a lot of this could be done by by any technical person. I'd say about fifty percent, but the other fifty percent you've got to rely on an SEO guy to come in and go, hey, you need we need to start building backlinks. We need to look at your page speed. We need to look at your layout. You know things they can uh, um, they can solve because you know we're IT people. We're not web developers and SEO experts, so we should stick to our expertise and rely on experts and practice what we preach, right? Because when we go into a company and we see the CEO that as the help desk uh, person, we'll be like, you know, we look at him and say, look, stick to what you're an expert at. Run your company. Leave the tech support to the experts. So I'm going to say the same thing to all the CEOs who try to do SEO for their IT company. Rely on the experts. Don't, don't do SEO. Hire an expert. This now, the next topic is, you know, keywords. You're the only person that's going to know, well, an SEO person can, can help you with it. But, you know, if you're going to be going after a specific niche, you're going to understand their pain points. And those keywords, those pain points, those challenges, those, uh, uh, those are the keywords that you want to rank for, um, whatever they may be. But this is something you also can can track on uh, with uh, with the metrics, right? You, you're going to want to track how those keywords are performing, because if you're writing uh, blogs on keywords that have nothing to do with your site, it's it's what's the point? So you want to create content that is connected to your keywords, but your keywords have to be uh, something your audience is searching for. You do not want to write uh, about how to solve a printer problem, or uh, I don't know if that's a great example, but you don't want to write about things that are not going to solve a problem for your audience is the best description I could I can I can muster up here, but keywords is some is definitely a metric you need to track, and the more popular the keyword, the more content you need to to uh, create because that's what uh, is going to add to your authority level. And there's lots of ways for tracking. You can track your keywords uh, ranking by using a position uh, tracking tool like uh, it's uh, Simrush. Yes, S as in Sam, E as in Edward, M as in mom, and then the word rush, right? Like like uh, R-U-S-H. So look at, uh, look at that tool. That'll help you plan your keywords and determine which direction your organization should go with when it comes to writing content. And the last topic I'm going to discuss uh, discuss is pages crawled per day, right? And wh what does that mean is, you know, Google crawlers can index your site easily. And, and they obviously do it very quickly. But 
improving your odds of earning a higher ranking on the uh, uh, with Google, you you um, uh, you gotta uh, make it easy for Google to scan your site, right? If it's a mess, if your site is a a big jigsaw puzzle, yeah, it's not gonna rank very high. It's gonna it's gonna get an awful ranking. And Google doesn't like to see that. Google's clients go to Google because they're looking for information. Google wants to point them, wants to point their customers to quality sites, to sites that are going to solve their clients' problems. And it's got to be, you know, uh, in order to be to consider that authority, you got to produce quality content. There's just no way around it. But what is what is quality content? Well, let's look at uh, three things we do. We create podcasts, we create videos, and we write blogs. If you start your own podcast channel, like we did, and we're just having a conversation here. Gregory and I are having a conversation on why IT firms need to focus on SEO metrics. Your, your organization needs to consider having a podcast on the problems you solve for your clients. You could interview uh, a vendor, you could interview an employee, you could interview a client. It, as long as you're talking about things that interest your audience, that that will add to your authority. So, but uh, Greg, I'm gonna wrap it up unless you wanted to add something else to the metric discussion because we hit on uh, quite a lot of data here. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to have like a, a website, like like on ice cream, you're going to want to make sure that you, you get low to the ground. You don't like have your website be about ice cream, candy, um, drinks, um, chocolates, different kinds of chocolates. You don't want to do all that. It's too much. You want to start slow and low. And you want to start tracking what are people clicking on. Yep. If you have a website and it's got ice cream as the center point or IT services, which one are they clicking on? Are they clicking on um, MFA? Are they clicking on security? And then you want to iterate off that. You want to spin off of each of those things. So if someone's clicking on security, you're not going to be writing more stories about MFA. You're not going to be writing more stories about all this other stuff like uh, CDN or Content Development Network or whatever. You're not going to do that. That's crazy. Yeah. You yeah. want to look and see what people are clicking on, what people are liking, what people are gravitating towards. And then you want to create more of that content. I know that sounds boring, but that's the way it is. This is yeah. business. Business is not about what you want. It's about what the customers want. And you got to anticipate this. And then, you know, deliver it. Yeah. Well, you know, we go back to the old days of uh, of how people used to advertise. And you already know, back in the day when you and I started, it was TV, radio, billboards, print, trade shows, uh, spamming, email spamming. I mean, very antiquated methods that are still around today. But more and more people are gravitating to the online marketing. And what you just said will help 
you know, these uh, these individuals who have limited budgets, you know, create something, create some type of online strategy so they can start attracting, you know, that that ideal client, that ideal prospect. Because today's today's advertising or today's uh, marketing ways are so much more less expensive than it was back in the day. It was so expensive back in the day. You know, the, the new way of, of, of uh, it's no longer radio ads. People aren't advertising on radio ads. They're advertising on podcasts. And we'll soon be doing um, a, a plug for uh, a product, a service, uh, some, uh, uh, another podcast show, something. Because people are, are realizing that people aren't listening to the radio and people are are listening to podcasts and going attending webinars and that's where people are going to start advertising and um it's just a matter of time so but um i've hit on all my topics i don't know if there's anything else you want to hit on no that's it all right all right, then I'll wrap this up and uh, thank thank you everybody for listening. And don't forget to sign up to be a member at the MSPCorner.com. Please share our link with um, a CEO who you you know you find will uh, a CEO who you might think will find our information beneficial to their business. All right, guys, thanks again. Have a good night. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to sign up to be a member on www.mspcorner.com. Please share our link with a CEO who will find our information beneficial to their business. Have an awesome day.